We each have a different life path that leads to our personal development and individual success, but success looks different for everyone. Welcome to the premiere episode of the I Should Have Learned This Sooner podcast. I'm your host, Tim Winfred. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey as I dive into conversations with guests from all walks of life to discuss the lessons we have learned and the things we wish we had learned sooner. From financial education, mental health, career advice, personal relationships, and so much more, each episode is going to be filled with anecdotes and life lessons, and probably a few bad dad jokes along the way. <laughs> Let's dive into these topics together with an open mind and a desire to thrive. Here we go. For this first episode, I won't be having a guest, but I wanted to start things off with this really amazing Instagram post that I saw from an Instagram account called Seek the Truth. It goes like this. If you're a creator and you needed to hear this today, you have no idea how many people lurk on your work. No idea how many times people go back to revisit your work. How big they smile when they simply think about your work. How fast their heart beats how excited they get when they see that you posted something. People are shy with their feedback. Sometimes it's because they're simply shy. Other times it's because they assume you already know how great and talented you are. Could be both. My point is, even if you barely have any likes or reblogs, don't get discouraged. You have a lot of silent fans, but they are still your fans. Keep on creating, because there is always someone out there who will love what you have made. I wanted to start off this first episode with that quote or that post because this podcast has been something that I've been wanting to do for a while. And every time I start the idea, I stop it. And so now that I'm finally here and finally doing this and finally really pushing it forward, I want to talk about my journey and the decisions and sort of the mental state that I was in as I was creating this podcast. We all have a desire for approval from other people. It's something that's been really hard for me to overcome in my life. And I just, I I wanted to be a people pleaser my whole life. And I'm sure as many of you know, pleasing everyone is never going to happen. The thing that uh, really stands out to me is if you remember that Facebook movie that came out a few years back, it said you don't get to 1 million fans or friends without making a few enemies. And to me, it it just rings so true because we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to be able to say the perfect thing that appeals to everybody. But the difference is, is if you really just dig into your work and you create it more for yourself than anybody else, you'll impact people. There will be people who are out there enjoying your work. Whenever you are creating for yourself and you know that no matter what people are saying about you out there, that there is love for you. Somebody is enjoying what you're doing. I want to share the story of a website I created in 2014 called Dragaholic. Dragaholic was an entertainment news blog that focused mostly on the stars of RuPaul's Drag Race and covered the news related to them from music video releases, the drama, Um, conspiracy theories, and an overall fan blog, mostly for drag queens. 
I ran the site for about 15 months before unfortunately it got hacked and I learned so much in that time about when you create work and put it out there for other people how there's always going to be somebody who has something negative to say and how easy it is to focus on that negativity. If you use Reddit, like I do, you know how uh, cruel the Reddit users can be behind anonymous usernames. There are people who will go on there and tear people to shreds for posting a single comment on a thread, and it's, it's kind of a toxic environment sometimes. So while I was running Dragaholic, I was using Reddit, and I was posting my stories on Reddit under an account called Dragaholic and, you know, sharing them there in hopes that that community would enjoy them. Pretty quickly, I got feedback from that crowd that, hey, if we think your posts are good enough, we'll share them here. So... I had people upvoting them and enjoying the post, but those voices of the negativity of those few who just didn't like me self-promoting outshine the other ones. And then it continued to grow as Dragaholic grew. As people became more aware of it, they talked more about Dragaholic, and the positivity was hidden from my view as compared to the negative comments. And honestly, sometimes it would just get so overwhelming, the pain. Like, they say don't read the comments, I know. But that was one of the toughest things about doing that. It felt like all I was doing was trying to give these entertainers who, at that time, in 2014, it's so different now, but at that time they weren't getting coverage in major news outlets. They weren't being taken seriously. The the art form was still in its infancy, even though it was in the seventh season of RuPaul's Drag Race. It still wasn't Emmy Award winning, but it was was something that I loved. And I came up through that community in college, and I just continued to enjoy the love of that community and the positivity of the drag community. So to hear people attacking what I was doing whenever... What I wanted to do is I just wanted to bring greater attention. I never started Dragaholic with the intention of turning it into something profitable. The story of Dragaholic is a bit obscure because I was living in South Korea teaching English. That's a story for another time. But I was living in South Korea and I started it while I was out there and brought on some writers who were able to write for the site and I would write anonymously on the site instead of posting my name on it. I did that because I was still a bit afraid to tie my real name to the work that I was putting out there because I didn't know how it might impact my future, blah, blah, blah. But what I really got out of that whole experience was that if you are only creating for feedback from other people, if you're not creating for yourself, like I'm trying to do with this podcast, then you'll quickly burn out because it's so easy to get wrapped up in that negativity. So with this podcast, with I Should Have Learned This Sooner, I really hope that you guys take something from it. This is a journey that I'm going to go on, and I'm really, really looking forward to having you join me on it. So from that story of Dragaholic, it brings me back to why I launched I Should Have Learned This Sooner and why it took me so long to actually do that. 
I got in my head and was beating myself up thinking, oh God, what if people don't like this? What if my voice sounds dumb on the air? What if I say something and it just comes out wrong and people don't agree with it? And they start talking about me online, blah, blah, blah. And so I started recording this first episode a few days ago. And every time I started to say something, if I felt like it was just a little bit obscure and I was like, oh God, people are going to judge me for this, I stopped recording. And this time I realized regardless of what people think of what I'm doing here, I just want to do this for myself. I want to talk to all of the people that I have lined up for these interviews and just really dig into their story because they are amazing people. They are people I adore. They are people I love. They are people who bring such positivity into this world. They smile and they spread love and they spread joy. They, you know, help reduce suffering in this world. So that's my goal is just to help share the stories of people that I think are doing amazing things. And I really, really hope that you join me on this journey and get as much from it as I hope you can. And I hope you learn something at the end of the day and you walk out of each episode and you say, hey, I should have learned this sooner. (laughs) So prepare yourselves because I am notorious for making some pretty bad puns and dad jokes. So if you are not into those things, I apologize in advance if I if I make any and you are (laughs) rolling your eyes in the back of your head during an episode. But that's just who I am. I'm going to be true to myself through all of this. And I look forward to this journey. Thank you for joining me. All right, y'all, that's the end of this first episode. I know it's short and sweet, but I just wanted to give you an intro and talk about what you can expect from the I Should Have Learned This Sooner podcast. If you are interested in learning more, please follow me on Instagram at Contemporary. That's like contemporary with an I because, as I said, I love puns. So follow me on Instagram at Contemporary and check me out at the new site that I am launching. Yes, it's going to be called LearnedSooner.com. And you can also subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc., etc., and so on. And until next time, bye-bye. Music for this podcast comes from filmmusic.io, Acid Trumpet by Kevin McLeod, Incompetech.com, licensed by creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0.